welcome, welcome, welcome to Plenty Face Syndicate, episode 134. We've got new points, and we're going to be talking about them. We won't be list building tonight, folks, but we will be here having a conversation about some new points. We're also going to start our World's Prep series, where we have a conversation literally about each of the different factions and try to talk through, you know, what you could expect, where you might see them, um, and things like that. To answer your question, we can call it new points because officially we got um, new points for Battle of Endor. With that being said, let's bring in my co-host for tonight. Please welcome the bench warmer himself, Mr. Alex. How are you tonight, sir? Oh, I'm doing well. <coughs> Actually, uh, did my taxes earlier today, so hopefully I'll be getting some nice money soon. Yeah, and you could, you could buy some more X-Wing stuff, huh? <laughs> that or fix my car, but oh, probably car, X-Wing. Did your car take a poop? I did, I did not know that. No, it just still doesn't have air conditioning. Oh. Uh, is your air pump bad or? I don't know. Well, maybe if you bring your car to Worlds, we can we can we can fuck around with it. I've I've actually not a big car guy, but I have redone air as long as I don't have to weld new compressors in. That's like the one <laughs> one thing I'm not gonna do. But we ha I actually have a kit that can test your your AC for you. We can see if it bleeds, you know, like where it bleeds out and stuff like that. So if you want to spend the time at Worlds, fuck yeah, with your car. Yeah, buddy look at it. It's kind of all janky so but i will be driving to worlds in my car so it'll still be there anyways fair enough also joining us tonight is mr jj the lions fan himself how are you sir uh doing all right i uh, celebrated my mom's birthday today so we went out uh, had a very very good meal at this chinese place that i hadn't tried before and uh and yeah excited for the new points that was definitely a big surprise when that came out on friday and uh man just been tinkering with lists yeah but i think some of the the stuff it was funny because yasby updated pretty quickly and some of the stuff i think is a little crazy because we don't technically know all of the upgrades but yet they have some of the stuff in there for them so yeah. little confused how we're going to um do that until we get all of the information on some of the other pilots but we are going to be able to kind of look at the different pilots and say okay do we really need a tie fighter for three points like what does it have to be to actually make it worth taking you know sapphire 2 for example we have i think the text for sapphire 2 if i remember yeah, right, right. Mm -hmm. um so we could kind of make a judgment call i think on some of them but not all of them Hopefully your all's weekend has been fun and exciting. Um, it's warm here in Michigan, weirdly enough. Like it's kind of like the, what I would say the, the cross before the storm or whatever you want to call it. Like we have to be getting more snow. Like it has to happen. Um, but right now it, it was 50 today. I went outside and I was like, holy shit, it's actually nice out. It's t-shirt weather. Yeah. Like I, I didn't wear my sweatshirt for the majority of the day. And, you know, I could have, I almost put on shorts, Alex. How about that? I almost, I, I didn't have a goat or anything. Yeah. No, I mean, use this. This is, this is fine weather. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's nice. I'm going to enjoy the weather while we have it. How about that? Like it's not something I want to have a hundred and 110 degree summer, but I will enjoy a 50 degree weather in January uh, for a little while, so I'm not complaining too much. 
um i don't know we didn't do much i we didn't really do much this week. we celebrated christmas stuff over at my parents house and uh because we have everybody's been sick on and off but other than that we haven't really done a lot um i haven't played x-wing this week outside of my game i played one game on i don't know wednesday i think against cat which is a pretty good game uh for our league um, and oh, by the way, Alex, if you want to sign up for the league, signups are going to be going up for 312 League here in the next uh, couple of weeks. So we are, this is the last week of official um, stuff, and then we will have playoffs. And I don't um, know, I don't know how many teams are in the playoffs, but I think there's like eight or something like that. Who knows? I don't know. JJ, is your team in the running for playoffs? Yeah, our team is definitely in the running for playoffs. It's going to come down to this week. Good. So hopefully, you, who are you guys playing against? I will have to take a look here. Um, uh, we are playing against the Seven Suns uh, for for this last week here. Well, either which way, if you don't know anything about three one two league, they it's kind of a fun three person league. We don't know if they're going to change the format up or not, but hopefully they will change a little bit and uh, either randomize the teams or we're going to have to get together and uh, maybe build a planning phase team here since there is three of us. So, and for the most part, we all play different, we all play different factions. So um, (laughs) I think that kind of, that works out uh, pretty well. Um, I don't know. Do we have any other announcements? I don't think there's many announcements today. Is there, we just really jump into points. I think that's kind of where we're going. It's just, let's get into the points. Um, So AMG released, uh, some tweaks is what we're going to call it and battle of indoor points. So they did not overhaul CIS or scum. Unfortunately, um, they've kind of left us where we're at, but they did make some tweaks to some of the other pilots. Uh, and that actually might give some credence to some of these other factions, um, that need a little bit more help, uh, like scum and CIS. So we're going to go through points first boys and kind of see where we're at with points. All right. We're going to start with resistance, I think. I think resistance is probably the one change that I thought was a little weird. I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I was, especially that Lulo change, I was a little concerned why Lulo lost two loadout points. Um, But essentially, here we have Zori going down two points, right? Two points down to nine from 11. And Lulo went down from 12 to 10. And Jess went down. Was just at nine. I think it was one point. I think she was at seven. Was she at seven? Yeah. Because she is still run R two D two, can't she? Like, yes. Yeah. Like I, I don't know how much it changes. Like killing her loadout by one. So. So I don't know, Alex. What do you, what do you think about that? That that the the just one seemed a little strange to me. My assumption for all three of these, well, I guess Zori less so for Lulo and uh, Jess. I assume it's because they wanted to stop like every single one of your ships having Ferrisphere. It's the only thing I could think of. Right. Cause like Jess, uh, with seven points, you could do like BB Astro and Ferrisphere. Uh, and Lulo was like shield upgrade Ferrisphere. So I, that is my assumption that they just wanted to get rid of like mass Ferrisphere things. Because I'm not sure what else, uh, like, Jess was running. I mean, you don't have, you can't take Baffle and uh, M9G8 anymore. 
Not yeah. sure if they're looking into that, but not a lot of people really used Baffle too much. It was mostly just like, cool, I have extra points kind of thing. Uh, maybe they were thinking Lulo was too good with Shield Upgrade Predator. That seems a little bit less cohesive than just like stopping a ferret or spam. Yeah. And Zori, uh, my assumption is also they didn't want like a double munition kind of thing. Like some people running like Plasma Torp Magpulse. Maybe they thought that was a little bit too weird. Um, so I or they thought Dorsal was too strong with, with that loadout as well. <laughs> or maybe she shouldn't get R4 if you're going to have Dorsal. That, that's basically what it turns out. You either get R4 or, or you get Dorsal. So wait, Dorsal is two points, R4 yep. is two points, and yep. then you still have five points left for Plasma, right? Uh, well, you, you need the wartime loadout for two. Oh, wartime loadout. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, it, it does force you to make a decision on, like, on whether or not you're going to carry the Dorsal or the R4 Ashramic and the uh, and the wartime loadout. Um, so I think that's a fair enough change. I think they're just trying to um, probably just balance the power of these particular ships without really affecting the other ones that are, I would say, probably a little more. Oh, I'm going to say Elo and and Temin. Yeah, I want to say, despite playing Lulo a lot, that uh, every change that AMG did, like the tweaks, I like. I think they're all pretty fair. And I kind of, I, I you know, it sucks that Scum and Separatist didn't get any buffs. But it's nice that they're just like, well, Worlds is in like a month and a half, right? So maybe let's not up some loadout just in case something catastrophic happens and there's something that he didn't catch or something. So I can see why they would take like a really <laughs> super safe approach to that. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and, and I don't, like I said, I mean, I think, you know, we, it would have been nice if they had adjusted some of the other issues beforehand, but it is nice to see, you know, we're going to see in a few minutes, we're going to see Han. Is a decision making point for Han. Uh, some of the bombers, they've kind of said, well, hold on a second. Like, it's kind of crazy what you can do with bombers. Um, but I don't know. I, I, the Zori one, I guess I can understand, you know, because Zori, once you add that wartime loadout in there, you get all that extra health and it can become like a massive health sink. Um, though I, I don't know. Like, when I shoot Zori, usually Zori dies. Yeah, so pretty like, much always I, killed Zori in two rounds, <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know. That's just my opinion on that. Uh, I, so I don't know, like to me, whatever, I guess was Zori, the Lulo one. I, I don't like, I I'll be honest with you. I do not like that, that change. And I don't think that was a necessary change, but uh, again, maybe there's something we don't know about Lulo, I guess before. I mean, who was running Ferris for pain on Lulo, you know, like standing. Okay. Yeah. Stan is, Stan Zuski, <laughs> but he's the only one. Like outside of that, nobody that was, was really popular. Loadout for Lulo, mostly because I don't know. People don't like Predator. They don't like line up the bullseye, or they don't like flying Lulo in the way where they're pointing at people. So it was a pretty, pretty popular upgrade. But you could still take Ferrisphere on there, correct? Not with shield upgrade. Yeah, okay. you only have enough points for heroic and shield upgrade at this point now with uh or like mag pulse and like dead eye or something, you know. Yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, Ferrisphere, you know, it did pretty well. 
I mean, I guess you could do Starbird, but Starbird's a little bit iffy. <laughs> yeah. Especially because if you go over top of your ships. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, either which way, that's kind of where they they did. I, I don't think it was a big hit Resistance took personally. So just my opinion. I, I think Resistance is... I don't think this knocks Resistance down that much, personally. So... I mean, it's the, it's nice that they like. Now you don't have Ferris Fear on Jess Pava, right? Because you should be shooting by Jess Pava. <laughs> yeah, um, you yeah, know that exactly. should be like your first target. So it's nice that you can shoot it, shoot her with like ordnance and not be stressed, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I love Lulo. Like I play a lot of Lulo. I'm not uh, super thrilled that now I don't have Predator, but I I get it. I'm not. And Zori's like whatever. I don't. Yeah, and Ooh, that, don't know, have R four anymore. You know. Yeah, and it just it just tempers Jess's power level a lot, especially when she was running. You know, the R two D two, just having those additional charges to trigger her ability. She can still use the BB Astromax um, for for those charges for her abilities. Makes her less um, less efficient, um, but still, you know, you can add on. Um, oh, you could still do R two D two R two D two six points. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Right, right. But you just don't get anything else with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't get um, jammy beam, I guess, just in case, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My ATP. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, the premium upgrades on chess. <laughs> All right. Well, let's the the uh, the next points change that we see is a Republic points change. Um, That was Padme's loadout went down. Two points, right? Two points, yeah. Yep. So now you just can't take the uh, like super aggro passive proton torpedo uh, build anymore because protons are twelve and passive is five. So, yep. Um, yeah. It just it brings it like, and I'll be fair, like uh, I think like some of me says you could just probably ban passive sensors. Like passive sensors is, I don't know, like it's a weird thing to point out. Because if you think about it, like it being the points level at five points, like that is a pretty hefty upgrade to take. And like only certain ships are going to want it because you don't get it till you activate, right? Or, you know, engage. And it's kind of like an I-4 with it. If you didn't have an evade token with it, you're not going to be a happy ship. So if somebody shoots at you. And if you're not in range of your arc one somebody's that could pass off tokens to you defensively, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna suck. Yeah. And now you just have to acquire the lock like a normal person. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So I, to me, like you, they could have just gotten rid of passive sensors. I mean, but whatever. This is fine too. I don't care really which way it goes. No one else is running a bunch of passive sensors ships right now. So I don't think we have too much to worry about. I don't even know what, what can you take that's worth taking passive sensors on now? I mean, there's always niche uses for it. Uh, you know, Juno had it for a while too, just because you could boost off of it. It's not yeah, like I mean, a you know. the. The other thing you can do, right, is that you, you could just downgrade your, your proton torpedoes to, um to do uh just 
plasma torpedoes instead, right? You know, it's much cheaper. You can still put in passive sensors if you want, um, or you can do like a combination of juke with that um, to uh, play more with her ability, be a little more aggressive that way, and um, and still get off that that um, that plasma torpedo charge on there. So um, there are options that you can do it. You're just not going to get that big uh, four dice shot anymore um, in combination with everything else to it. So um, it does make you make a decision on how aggressive you want to be with your Padme and uh, and just build towards that at that point. Yeah. could always run Gavin. He's got the same loadout, but he has a mod slot, so you can take a sync council and use get a target lock from someone else at I3, like Jag. Just do that. <laughs> if you really want a, a, a Protorp Nebu with double mods, that you don't have to spend the lock because Gavin has an ability. But yeah, no one's gonna sure. do that. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that if that's better than Padme. I don't even know if Padme's really worth the points. Padme was so. never really that good. It's just four points, and you get a a pro torp out of it. Yeah, I mean, I will say I am I am excited that they get, that you can't take the passive sensors pro torp anymore because it's, like I I just don't like passive sensors. I guess like I just don't like it. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a very, I think it's a poorly designed card personally, but. But now you could take your lock at lower initiative munition carriers. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of us that live in other factions don't get that choice. (laughs) 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 Even resistance doesn't have as much of that choice either. (coughs) All right, let's move on to Empire. Uh, the first change is Faroff went down a loadout point. No more ruthless and triple zero. Now you just yeah. have triple zero. Yeah. So I don't, I, again, I'm a little confused why we did that. Like, whatever, I guess. I don't, I don't think that that was ever that broken, but maybe they're just a little bit concerned with like the efficiency of getting essentially a free calculate and also a free hit. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I mean, because go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that was definitely the most um, puzzling of the of the changes, mainly because, um, you know, even in the list that that did see fair off, which is mainly like, you know, an accompaniment with like tight bombers and stuff. um, I I didn't see fair off as being that one, like really aggressive piece or like a a really good piece that's essential to the list. Um, So I just felt weird to have that nerf on it. Um, And yeah, you know, ruthless can be good to, to get that mod, right. That automatic hit damage there, but you're still damaging your own ships in order for you to do it. So it's, it's not like it's a big plus because you could, potentially make your game end faster if you end up rolling really poorly on dice. Uh, so, I mean, I, I mean, I guess it is what it is, but it's just, it was just a very, very odd choice out of all the ships on Empire to choose fair off to uh, reduce the loadout points by that, like that. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, I guess you do get it for free if like your ship dies and also you're the same initiative, like simultaneous fire kind of thing. But I think it was just hitting like that rack list, just like hitting just automatic conversions. Like Faroff's like an incredible piece. I mean, there's a reason why everyone switched over to Faroff from like Vault Scaris. Right? It's just it, you know, they live really long, uh, just 
but getting free of aids, especially in that rack list where you're stripping tokens. So I I don't mind it. Feralf is a really, really good piece. Now you're just a really good piece. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you still have to bring Vader in the list, right, to get the triple zero. And like, I mean, I saw some people, you know, like I know there's other builds you can give to Feralf. So maybe there was a build we just never were using because the triple zero Vader combo was just too available. So maybe there was something we didn't know about. I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it would be, but you never know. I did see they only the upgrade bar only has one um, crew. I don't know if they had multiple crew before. No, they didn't. Mm. Uh, well, they used to a long time ago, but not yeah. not in the last point update. Yeah, right now, Vizier is the Vizier and Vermeil, I believe, are the only two that had the multiple uh, carriers. Okay. Or the multiple crew uh, slots. Yeah. Yeah, because the weird thing, obviously, if Azir, right? If Azir can be a menace with a free coordinate type shit, you know, shenanigans. So I don't know. You know, you can still take Pelp. <laughs> so you don't live as long. I will tell you that. But you, you can have Pelp. You can coordinate and have Pelp. I don't Anyway. Moving on, the bombers were the next thing that kind of gets hit um, in Empire. Uh, Gamma Squadron Ace going down some points. Don't know why. I don't think surprising one. (laughs) No, no one ever took it. The only thing I can think of is it's a preventive measure, Um, but they don't have a talent slot. So, I mean, I don't know what they're preventing. Like you still can't take even before you couldn't take the barrage garbage with them so i have no idea what you could do with them like what they were worried about but um because they never had the double missile slot from what i remember i remember they just they were just like a bland nobody cared thing uh they did have the the missile slot i think the biggest thing was just their their cost and to include them in the squad majority of them were about four or five points which you know when you compare them with a lot of other chassis in the empire like the tight striker or the tight interceptor for instance you were getting just better um you were getting better efficiency out of those chassis versus the bombers um what really made the bombers popular is when they came down in points and they got an increased loadout value in order for them to carry both ordnance and bombs and with this update you know they still a very cheap affordable option uh for you to carry ordnance on um you just got to make your decision whether or not you want to keep them at um ordinance carriers with like barrage rockets or switching down to cluster but missiles you, you you can't run barrage rockets on a gamma squadron you never uh, I, I was talking about the named one i'm sorry not the mm. gammas but yeah yeah you're right okay because like to me that was the i don't understand i understand that piece and i'll be honest with you like them keeping they kept tomax um the standard loadout tomax at three points but build your own, they cut the loadout points for, right? So now you can't run the yeah. barrage rocket garbage. They did that to Rhymer too. But like, I mean, Rhymer only cares so much, I think, because Rhymer can just switch up what Rhymer shoots and she can run clusters, right? Feedback ping. And still a bomb? Can you still run a bomb? Or I think that fills no. it. I think it fills it. So you lose your bomb is what you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but is Rhymer, is it really that bad? Because Rhymer is three points, whereas like Lieutenant LeHughes is four. 
and Lieutenant LeHughes runs, you know, six health. And I guess you get the shields, but you can run barrage like marksmanship. I don't I don't know, like Rhymers and I four for a point less. You can still run barrage and marksmanship on them. I I don't know. Like I don't think it's the end of the world. Yeah, I think they just viewed like Satsalvo as like an NPE, right? Which is why they just essentially made it so the bombers can't take both Brash and Satsalvo. Although they could have just increased Satsalvo by one point. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> um but maybe they were just kinda tired of just the bombers having Brash rockets and bombs. And Satsalvo. Yeah. I don't know. I mean like when the bombers first came out like way way early in 2.0 and all that kind of stuff that like barrage rocket spam was a problem back then so nothing changed (laughs) (laughs) except for now they have abilities so uh also worth noting that jonas still kept his keeps kept all of his loan out loadout so like i mean he's a four-point bomber and uh but you can still take barrage rockets and salvo if you're really really into that yeah and i think joan with jonas with the re-rolls right like i mean you're getting a bigger benefit too for that extra point so it's it's not all just yeah i don't know jonas jonas i think is still a very interesting piece for four points so yeah agreed Uh, he's still easy to kill Yeah, he's still easy to kill. But if you're able to get more high level uh, or high initiative pilots that can shoot ordinance there um, and have them in range, then, you know, Jonas does pay off quite a bit, Um, you know, especially when you start factoring in uh, other ships like the TIE Advance uh, V1s or X1s rather that can carry uh, missiles like Juno, for instance, or uh, Marek Steel. Um, or even Vader uh, with his missile slot. You know, if you decide to use that there, um, just having that ability to have the ordinance to be rerolled there, that could be pretty good. Um, eventually, down the line, when we get the Star Vipers, um, or sorry, the Star Wings, rather, that can carry torps and missiles, uh, I'm sure that Jonas will have, play a bigger role in there to help provide the rerolls for those ships. Um, so th- there is utility that for Jonas that can definitely help out later on. Um, you just got to play a lot more offensive minded. You know, you want to take out your enemies more higher initiative ships in order for your uh, Jonas to, you know, keep stay, keep it, have a chance at staying alive for a longer time um, or just, you know, keeping them out of the, out of the way, you know, minimizing the amount of shots that go into Jonas. Do we want to go over the battle over Endor points, or are we going to say that for after the tweaks they did? Uh, we we could go over them now. That's fine. We're already in Empire, and and like it was really hard to try to like break them apart without making the doc like st- stupid, silly looking. So because really, yeah. there's only like what like four <coughs> ships that got tweaks. Yes. So. Yep. Yep. I, I figured we could we can now start the battle over Endor stuff. Like I don't know what Shimitar one and Shimitar three if they even have loadout or any of that other stuff like set in the system yet. Um, but they both both those bombers came in at four points. So I don't know. Do we know anything about those bombers? Uh I don't believe so. Not legally, as no. But also, I haven't seen anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, if you would like to talk about it, we are more than happy to have I, that. If I knew, I would. I just uh, I don't know anything about those. Okay. Yeah, those like to, from my understanding, we don't even know their initiatives. Nothing like we don't know anything about them. Like, I hope Scimitar's one's initiative is like a three, and Scimitar three's initiative is one. I would I love that. You. I hate you if that's the case. I would hate that. That would be awful. That would be awful, Alex. Like, it would I be would be so fun. It would be so such a dick move. Something completely arbitrary like that. I like silly chaos like that, you know. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, so I, I we know they're coming in at four points. We don't know what they have other than no escape. That's the only thing I that's the only upgrade I'm gonna say is pretty much gonna be guaranteed on those Yeah. Shows. And they're probably gonna have bombs because they're movie oh, yeah. ship bombers, right? So yeah. I'm sure they'll have bombs. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping they do something cool like they did with Deathfire. Give me some reason to like, can I take like, can I make a squad with just bomber style like bombs, you know, like. Like not stupid little pincy bomblet generators, like give me some real bombs, kind of like Deathfire has like, let me throw a proton bomb at you. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping they do, too. I agree with you. Like, it would be nice to not have to like, I don't want the give me a bunch of missile type things. Just give me, give me some bombers that are bombers. Let me come in at range one, but at four points, I'll be honest with you at four points. Like they really got to be better than Rhymer. Like I, and I don't know if we're going to get that or not. So might also have like more health. Cause they'll do that occasionally, you know, with these things. So maybe True. you'll have like an eight health bomber. That's four points. That might be interesting. Well, that would probably be worth it too. Like that extra two health on that bomber makes that makes it so you can't one round that bomber as easy yeah so all right let's move on to the defenders we got two defenders we got a six point defender baby i can now run triple defender just throwing that out there uh for anybody at my locals who listens to the show there's a good chance that tanner might uh throw two more defenders in his case today and um possibly run a three defender list on uh on monday so, okay so which one of the three crew didn't play 1.0 me it was me okay so let's let's have a serious conversation about triple defenders right like we we know we see this new one that came out you know captain Yor being that six point defender there um your your initial reaction guys for this so far does a triple defender list seem like it could be a, the next boogeyman for x-wing or is it more like uh yeah you know they're they're cool and all but what can they really do boogeyman no but i could still see it being like a pretty like quality niche list if you're good at defenders kind of like how like cody has his triple silencer kind of list like yeah. in the right hands, I feel like it could be pretty good, uh, but I don't think it's going to be like terrorizing things. I hope it doesn't start terrorizing things. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I kind of hope it does. Like, come on, AMG, give me back some, give me some defenders that piss everybody else off. I mean, I assume also that the defenders would just be like Rexler and Jenden, right? Like, yeah. you're not doing like Rexler Vault. <laughs> No. Well, okay, th and think about it this way: both your and Jenden both have to spend shield, so you have to. It's like a ruthless. If you want, <laughs> if you want, sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you really want that extra firepower, 
then you almost kind of have to um, do something like that, right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't feel they're going to be a boogeyman, personally. I feel that it's, it's going to be in one of those lists that's annoying to deal with. But you're only getting one I-6, right? You're getting an I-4, and then you're getting an I-5. So you, I don't know. Like, I I don't think it's... You're, you're not going to be able to pick up crates with them as easily. You're you're going to really struggle with that. Um, they're not you know, great at assault either. Yep. They're not going to be, yeah, there's something there and they're, they're highly predictable, stupid ships. To some extent. I mean, you could still one oh. bank of aid, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, um, I was going to say, you know, your is going to be less predictable than the other ones. Cause obviously the other ones want to get that free of aid, but without that free of aid, you know, there's no reason for the defender to have to go fast all the time. Well, you get a free um, pocket. Instead of a free evade. Right, sure. But like at the same time, right, it's like, you know, you can simply take a focus as well. You know, if you're worried about, you know, getting blocked and if you're trying to set yourself for a prime shot, um, you know, you I, I would prefer to just take the focus and, you know, try to try to get a shot off that way, even if it's single modded versus like trying to put myself in a spot where I know I'm going to get blocked. So, um, so I, there's a little less predictability that way with, with, uh, with your, I guess, I mean, he does have an ion cannon too, so you can kind of control where you are. So that's a little bit terrifying to like ion cannon, you like perpendicular and then like 4k to the other side. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think you're at six points. I don't know. Like, I think it's fine. I don't think it's like broken or anything. And I think that if you're looking for like, are you going to take your over Vader defender? You know, like I think that's real or not Vader defender of uh, Vader SSP Vader or boy Vader. Are you going to take, are you, are, would you rather have an I four defender or, or that? Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I do think the target lock evade is kind of um, cool. Like you don't think they're going to give us some weird ruling that the Chiss engineering action is the only action you're allowed to take. Right. No, like, no, we don't so. think we're going to see that ruling. Do, do you? No, no. Yeah. Like, it, it would say that okay. <laughs> like on the card. Right. Well, this is yeah. AMG we're talking about. So <laughs> just saying like, Gotta be careful. I don't think long story short is I don't think three defenders is is really gonna be that. I will say I've done a little bit of testing with Jendon, and Jendon's pretty totes. Like even at seven points, like I would have rather have him come in at six points, but at seven points, Jendon you like because you like you said, you don't have you you just have to be able to do you have to be like you have to play it like an expensive uh Naboo fighter to some extent, right? Yeah. You know, um, I will say it's weird that they didn't like fix the 4K thing, right? Like that was what people complained about. It's like, oh, like a 4K and blah, 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 blah. And had to print out new dials and everything. I know. Well, you could just leave the 4K and just say the three to five. It could just be a speed, th speed three maneuver, right? You could just have changed the just engineering to be a speed three maneuver. And you kind of fix that 4K thing. Um, or I guess you could do basic maneuver too if they wanted to get rid of the K turn. Mm -hmm. there you go you could do that too that would even be you know better so i i don't know i i will i won't lie and tell you that i'm excited to play defenders again like that was 
I was the unlucky guy that didn't get to play three defenders in one point. <laughs> you say unlucky. I didn't get to play defenders. Like they're the coolest. Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe it's just my buy my Thrawn bias here, but they were like the coolest ship in my opinion ever. Like, and it's probably because of Thrawn, but that like, I don't know. I've always been in love with Thrawn and like, I've always liked the defender and people like there's a guy in our locals that literally has like said, he will not fly against gets it. I, I, I don't know. We'll see if Matt shows up. Cause I told Matt to be prepared cause I want to fly three defenders. Um, but I'll be honest. I played Vader defender the other day, like testing or playing around with it. And like Vader defender is still pretty good for the points. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it just requires a, a little bit different flying, right? You know, you're you're going to be a lot more careful with your defenders. You're trying to prioritize not putting your defender in. Um, and I'm speaking specifically for Jenden, right? You know, you're trying to uh, really make sure that you're not putting him in too many arcs, right? Because even though defenders have, you know, seven health, you know, between three shields and four hole, you know, he's not getting that free evade anymore. Um, they are vulnerable to blanking out. And honestly, uh, this version of the defender, you know, can essentially blank out in a really bad spot. You know, if you, let's say somebody rolls four, you know, uh, four hits and a crit on a proton torpedo shot against Jen and then he blanks out, all of a sudden you've lost all your shields and you're relying just on your hole, you know? Um, so it's, um, it's you have to be a lot more careful for it. It's not something that you can just bully your way through it. I mean, sure, you are going to get an I six shot um, at somebody, and you can definitely do some damage with him. Um, but if you're not eliminating constantly <laughs> with him every turn, um, your your defender is going to die really fast. So. How, how about this? You should all be happy that soon's here came in at five points because if yes. Je- if or Jenden came in at seven because. If Jenden had been six and soon's here at five, that leaves me enough to run Vader, Defender, Jenden, and soon's here. And that would be the list I would run just because I could. Like, I don't give a shit if it's good or not. I don't care. Like, it'd just be triple six. I'd have my triple sixes and uh, I'd have my Vader Defender back again, baby. Yep. I mean, you could do it for 19 points if you really want to run yeah. Sanary. No, I don't. I don't want to run scenery. I want to run. I do not want to do that. Scenery gets no respect. <laughs> I had a local who ran scenery a lot with Soontir, but you know. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to uh, off the of defenders. Um, I think we'll have more discussion pieces when we get some testing in. I will say the defenders are probably the easiest thing to test because we know exactly what they have, <laughs> right? Like those are the ones that they have spoiled. So we know what's on them. <coughs> so if you want to spend some time testing them, you, you can for world uh, interceptors. We have three new interceptors. Um, we have Moss. Monair. Monorare. Monorare. Mono. Monair. Yeah. Monair. Yeah, I don't like that name. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like. I feel like it's a mouse, right? Because that's a very famous German book. Yeah, right. <laughs> and how you say mouse in German. So it's like, I want to do that. But like the last name sounds French. So it's really awkward. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so then we, we have Sapphire 2 and then Suntir Fell. Now, let's talk about Suntir Fell less because like we have Sapphire 2, which isn't that the new I1? 
Yeah, see, yes. I won that uh, light defend. When you're focused, you roll additional die. Yeah. Defensive die, though, only, right? It's not yeah. offensive, right? Or is it? Right. No, it's when you defend. If you're focused, you roll additional die. Yeah. Um, and also, like, you could do red and... Uh, when you do a red boost and roll, you can use the one heart template. On a hit crit, though, you get a stress. Yes, it's like the uh, the reckless title or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's like built-in crew scenery. Yeah, close because it's the one heart temple instead of rotating. But you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was a fairly decent ability. Now, uh, mouse, if I remember correctly, that's the one that gets the free evade, right? I didn't know we've no, seen that no. one. Uh, I think you're thinking of oh you don't know mouse no that's the free calculate when you free take the evade right. you get a calculate token that's right that's do an evade right. action you get a calculate token yeah yeah and they have one shield and that's all we know yeah exactly yeah and I think uh, coming at i five I really am curious to see what else is going to be loaded out on uh, on mouse uh, to see what's going to make it justify that five point cost there. Right. I mean, just to put in perspective, it's the same cost as Iden, right? The Iden tie defender, or sorry, the Iden tie interceptor um, for for the Empire that came in the battle. You have impact there, so um, I wonder if it's going to be a really really strong ability um, for what he what mouse has loaded on there. So yeah. So I have a weird question, I guess. And I hate I hate asking this question, but I have a weird question. Like, do you think that they're pricing some of these based on the scenario and not actually they don't really care about us who play it competitively? They're like, here, um, we know in our scenario if it's four points, it will be a menace. So therefore it's five. And in reality, in like non-scenario play, it probably doesn't need to be five points. I mean, it's an I3, isn't it? Or an I4, something like that. It's a low initiative. It's a three, yeah. But yeah, yeah like, I'm assuming they're doing that mainly, honestly, because I didn't in the interceptor was like six points when she came out, right? Yeah, and that was and because it was really, really good in the scenario. Yeah, and that, and you also factor in the same things that they did with the Siege of Coruscant ships, right? The Arc One Seventies that originally came in. Um, most of the, some of them came out at five points, um, and then of course all the Siege of Coruscants, uh, like Tri Fighters and Vultures and stuff, they were higher costed as well when they first came out before they got a points adjustments afterwards. So I'd assume that just depending on how they do initially, um, the, you know, they they may see a point reduction later on. Uh, we'll see how soon that happens. Hopefully, not too far after Worlds, um, but I'm just hoping we'll see how they how they do when they're introduced. And then we have Soonsir Fell not coming in at four points, baby, but coming in at five points. So didn't meet my expectations of a four point Soonsir. That would have been amazing. But yeah, I mean, he's still really, really good for his ability, uh, right? You know, still having the sunset of controls, still having the ability to boost a barrel after he takes an attack, uh, still able to um, have multiple mods. Uh, this Soonsir Fell is definitely a very, very viable option versus the standard or the uh, customizable Soonsir Fell that we have currently. Um, he's definitely going to make a splash in the meta. Yeah, I know some people are saying if they're the same points, they're still going to take customizable Soonsir just because shield upgrade. And I can respect that, but that but uh, standard loadout Soonsir does seem like a, a really fun time. I'm going to call it right now. Duncan Howard is going to be the first one to win a uh, store <laughs> champ event with the Sincere Fell. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's cool to get like old school predator on him, like old school reverse predator. Um, yeah, just you know, just re-roll an attack die, re-roll more attack dice. Yeah, it's weird. That's weird fun. though, right? It is a little weird because like all you have to do is be not an I six and you get to re-roll, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That seems pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I mean, and then just uh like a better false transponder codes, right? Because it's a May, so it's kind of cool. It's a you know, and then like a mini force on defense if you're not locked. Yeah, I think the only thing that th- that is going to be weird about it is that sensitive controls. But you got to think your ability no longer predicates you having the bullseye to get the extra uh, thing. So d- do you care as much if you have sensitive controls? Well, I still want to not get shot at. <laughs> right now, you just have to do it like after you attack instead of after you move. It's kind of it's kind of weird. But I know, uh, like Paul Heaver was practicing like sensitive controls um interceptors and sensitive control like kylo and stuff and you know he's he does pretty well with it <laughs> and you know, sensitive control is really nice too um it can get you out of spaces or react to certain things or if like they're dropping a bomb on you you can just be like no power will help yeah it's always fun and I, I think one of the big things, right, is is his his text does not say action, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, not that you're gonna be stressed, but you could be, right? You could also be carrying a crate. You could yeah, also it, do it twice, right? Yeah. Barrel roll and then barrel roll after you perform an attack. Wait, you can. Not action. Not action. I thought. Okay. That's how Anakin works. Yeah. In the Nabu. <laughs> okay. That part I don't like, but yes, like, I don't know. Soon's here feels to me just pretty dirty. Like, I mean, especially if you get first player initiative, which is what a 50, 50 anyway, like you here, let me roll in like on the initial roll up. You're just going to have so much better time. Like you, you're getting a free calculate on defense once around so if you're only getting shot by one ship i don't know that's that's you don't even have to roll you don't have to roll for it it's well, crazy as long as you're not locked by that ship but yeah fair enough. yeah fair enough but you could jam on first engagement so like if somebody does lock you you can jam them so like okay here's an i4 and an i5 coming in this i4 locks you i5 locks you the i4 you can just go eh, fuck you i'm gonna boost out of your way and never like be dealt with here's the i5 Boom, let me jam you, then let me shoot you, and then let me get the fuck out of the way. I don't know. Like, no, nah, it's super dirty. Super cool. I mean, I will tell you, it is, I very much like that they put in there, you cannot recover this charge. Because could you fucking imagine if you could be able to somehow figure out how to recover that charge? That would just be like awful. Like an alter, like, here, I'm soon to your fell. I'm going to jam you every time I can. Like, come on. Like, the reason like, why Java is so many points because he was able that... to recharge the FTCs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Or cutthroat. <laughs> Thank God it was an existing empire. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's cool. 
again, it's it's only a one reposition ace now, and you're not getting you know free focus, but you do get free rerolls. So that's cool. Uh, I don't think I would be able to fly this soon tier. It's just kind of not my style. Uh, but it's it's super cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually excited to, to. I would like to put that on the table and at least try it. That's that. Like, I don't think I'm like some great, super great ace player, but I really would like. Like, I that that soon tier feels very scummy CIS ish, right? Like, yeah. that's kind of what that feels like. That's a that's a pretty scum filled soon tier <laughs> if I've ever seen one. Just bring like what is it, Tarkin? Just have everyone acquire the locks on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dark one probe droids. There you go. If you're playing separatists, oh <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's keep moving. So we have three new TIE fighters, right? Um, have we seen any of the stuff for them? They're I have three? not seen no, not about all. any of these TIE fighters. Yeah, these are totally unknown TIE fighters on there, but it's interesting that, um, that two of them come at three points, you know, which makes them competitive with pretty much all the other named uh, TIE fighters are out there. And then we got one at four points, uh, Major Mianda. Um, definitely interested to see what that particular TIE fighter is going to bring um, to make it on par for four points. Um, so, yeah, just hoping that we get some good abilities, something to switch out in my Mauler Mythical list. <laughs> well, the question is, are you better than Dark Curse? That, or are you better than Backstab? Oh, yeah, that's a very like, good... Like, very that. Good. If, if it yeah. is not, like, just, it's a garbage bin. But So we're going to skip those. I'm just going to move on because we don't know yeah, anything about them. Literally nothing we talk about, yeah, right? There, there's, there's no point in, like, again, like, would you take this over Lurier? I I don't know. We don't know because we don't have any of the freaking information. So until we have it, I'm just we're gonna keep moving on. Um, and that's why when we talk about like what is each of the different factions and what they could be capable of for worlds, like we're gonna move Empire and Rebels till we know all of the new pilots. Um, yeah. Because oh, that was the one thing I did not say is is they officially announced these are this this shit's gonna be legal at Worlds. This is 100 legal for Worlds. <laughs> even if the, unless somehow I think unless somehow this gets like super super delayed this is all legal for worlds so yeah. um, I will say I can hope that it is not like a something that like people overseas can't get and I will tell you what if if that's the case if like it's an America thing where we can get it and like people overseas can't but they want to run this stuff message our podcast if you let us know in advance, I will 100% go to all of my local stores and buy all the damn kits, and I won't even charge you guys. Like, I will charge you whatever I pay yeah. for, but I will not upcharge you a damn thing. Like, if you guys cannot get it over in Europe and you want to run the, one of these, let me know. I could probably, I could buy them. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, we can, uh, I know a local of mine is setting up over there, so I can uh, try to send a couple of packs over there too for, for people who um, who don't get it overseas and hopefully can meet at Worlds and you know send, send you guys with a few packs over. Yeah, charge them an alt art card, like a foreign language <laughs> one. That'd be, there that'd be great. Yep. Get it. Hey, and if you got a sincere card or a sticker, yeah. or a sticker, I like sticker. <laughs> I like sticker. Um, all right, we're moving on to Rebel. So the most notable changes, besides Han, which we'll get to in a minute, we're gonna save Han for a few minutes. The most notable changes is Bodica and Fen lost the loadout. So 
Um, you can no longer run the standard typical stuff that you would run on all of them. But I will say that even seven point loadout on Bodica, I still think is okay. Like, I really don't think it's a big deal personally. You know, just don't get the predator optics. That's car yeah. combo, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. You can still put on clan training if you want to, um, or you can still do um, like marksmanship or hopeful um, and and still be okay, right? And hopeful can actually be uh, pretty nice on these uh, on these fangs, you know, especially if you're not stressed out. Uh, just being able to have uh, the option to go for like a boost uh, to get into that range one if one of your friendlies dies um, can be very very good, you know. Assuming that you haven't boosted already in that turn, um, so and you're not you do have and you're not stressed, yeah. So you do have quite a few options there for. Um, for Bodica and for Fenrau as well. Yeah, I mean, Bodica, if you're still planning on taking Mando Optics, it's going to be like Beskar Optics, possibly clan training. Right? Fenrau is more like Beskar. Well, like you just can't do the Beskar uh, Optics crack shot, which is what a lot of people are doing. So now you just do like Predator, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. hey, you can do Predator, or if you really want your crack shot, you're dropping one of your other upgrades. Yeah. So, and I think I think the sad thing is you have to have Beskar on these things. Like I think that is required over Mando Optics. Like I think Mando Optics is nice, but I think if you really want that crack shot, whatever, go ahead and take that crack shot. But you really got to have that Beskar. That Beskar is way too good for its point value right now. Like it's just really, really good on Fang Fighters. I yeah. have cussed out more Fang Fighters, uh, Cat, and your stupid Fen Rao not being able to take the crit I needed you to take. You know, like that—that's pretty good. So yeah, absolutely. All right, so we move on to the B wings, which I don't think we know anything about the B wings, so we don't have to spend a lot of time. But I will say, the B wings coming in at five is interesting. I think Braylon coming in at four feels like that's going to be the competitive piece. Um, over all the three of them, though, I won't lie and say that Gina coming in, even Gina coming in at five, I don't think is like a horrible thing because I bet you Gina's going to have some really cool shit. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what updates they're going to give to these B-Wings to make them uh, really good, uh, mainly because, you know, the B-Wings don't see much play currently um, just because of the other options that are a little more, um, a little more, I would say efficient for what they can do with their cost. Straight up better in pretty much um, every way. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but having a four point cost now, especially with Braylon Strom, um, hopefully he still has some semblance of his of his old ability. Um, but I'm definitely really interested to see what they uh, put on for the standard loadouts on these uh, on these cards. Yeah, Desi says they feel that there's probably a Obi Annie ability pairing. So, and I won't say that that's not cool because, I mean, Gina's always been kind of the stress person. Braylon loves stress. Like, you could do a lot with some of these um, pieces. I have no idea what Andon Fox is going to do. So, I, I again, I think we need to hold off before we get super excited, but I won't lie and say that I'm a little bit excited. Unless they all come in with Trajectory Simulator, then they can just go to the fucking scrap pile and I'm done. Like, <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> That was not a fun meta to play in. 
Yeah, I I got it banned. Don't worry, man. I got you, bro. I didn't joust B wings, so you know I didn't get bombs thrown at me. All right, A wings. Next one. So we got Keo losing one loadout point. So you can't take Prockets, Alex. You can't take Prockets and Keo anymore. Sad day. Can't do concussion, lone wolf. That's the important part. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, makes makes Juke a really easy option here, unless you're going to do. Yeah. Like a four point missile among wolf or just like concussion and some, something else. <laughs> I mean, and you could do like a predator type thing if you really wanted to. You could put predator, you could do a crack shot thing still. Um <coughs> but if you do crack shot, that's all you're taking. You know, you're kind of giving up those three points. So I, I don't know. You you could do a predator. I don't, I, I don't know. I hate saying magpults, but some of me wonders. Like clusters or ion missiles. Yeah. Or threat yeah. tracers, I guess. I think those are all the four point ones. Yeah. I would not use threat tracers, but I don't believe in threat I agree. tracers. Don't do, don't do threat tracers, but uh, like ion missiles aren't a terrible choice. Cluster missiles aren't too bad either. Yeah. I, I still think magpults is probably the way to go, right? Just having that utility um, piece for like salvage, you know, to guarantee that like an I three. That's the only thing you're getting. Sure. I mean, granted, you know, in majority of your lists uh, that have Keo, Keo is a carrier, right? You know, Keo is looking to just like you know grab a crate and just stay away. But on those times where you do get a shot of opportunity, you know, being able to take a target lock somebody uh, with someone, um, and then set up a magpole shot for the following turn does have this ability especially you're facing like an enemy uh sabine or another enemy keo um you know it's, or some of those black squadron aces that you see you know some of those cheaper um low initiative ships that are in carriers key always has a weapon to help uh stop them from running away with points you know so it does have some utility on there it is still always going to be a shot of opportunity um, but still having that that option there is is solid yeah, I think the bigger question that's going to really come in here, like, I mean, to me, like, I hated the, I hate Juke Keo. That's just me, though. Like, I just think it's an unfun thing to run. I think people like it, and I think it works very well, and that's fine. Like, but I was always the concussion missile lone wolf guy, right? That was just, that's how I ran it. That That's how I felt better about it. But now we have a three-point Gemmer, right? Like, do you think that, I mean, it's an I-2, um, but yeah. it, the ability is pretty cool, right? Except for now you have vector cannons. So now you you don't have like you have the preposition, you don't have the reposition, so you lose that. Um I don't know, but like you by the time you're shooting on offense, you can gain your strain to turn two blank results to an eyeball. We don't know what Gemmer is gonna have, but if it's got a missile, like I don't know, that seems pretty good, right? Like oh, Gemmer's got a, a cannon. Is it a cannon that he has? Uh, it's a talent, a cannon, and two mods. Okay. So that mysterious not proton cannon, but still also starts with a PR. Can it, is an I2 proton cannon? It's not a proton cannon. All right. It, it has one cannon slot. Like Maybe icon. it's a part it's a particle cannon. About that. There we go. We're gonna call it a particle cannon. Some precision cannon, I'm sure. Party cannon. Uh, it could be it could be the precision ion cannon thing or something like that. I don't know. So how about this? Is do we think Gemmer is going to be a replacement for Keo or could be a replacement for Keo? I still think Keo is a lot better. Just having evade and force. 
even if you're not using any of those. It's pretty nice. Yeah. So that's really the only thing. Then we have Arvel and Tycho coming in, and we don't know Arvel yet, right? Like, I don't think Arvel's been spoiled. I'm sure it's just smashing into things and blowing up, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what it has. Like, I it would be kind of cool, but I I don't know. Like, and all these like, I don't know. All of these, it's a trap, right? Like, it's a trap is good, except for um. You, you it, it like tells you to swarm and like how many times are you if you're the enemy is going to give one ship away to like four rebel ships like i don't know like or three rebel ship or two i, I just don't know how effective it's a trap is going to be it's really um, good on the approach because they're not going to be by you right <laughs> so anytime you're paired up and you're approaching someone you, you just get free blank rerolls free dedicate Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. It, 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 I don't know. Um, I'd kill so hard for a free dedicate. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, it's not free. It's it's a four point ship now. So we we have dedicated on two point ships. So, uh, and it is still an A wing. I don't know. I I think it'll be interesting to see what Arvel is. Arvel in the other one is if you fail the boost action. And you're overlapping a ship. What happens? I can't remember. You can partially execute boost. That's right. Okay. And then you treat range zero as range one when attacking. Yeah. So, and and we're nobody's using SSP Arvel right now. No, no, that is way over costed. A tremendous waste of points. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I think Tycho might be okay at four points. I mean, you right now you could get Tycho with 14 loadout, so yeah, this, I don't know. I think this Tycho is a lot better. Just okay. rockets. Yeah, I mean, one, you have yeah. extra health. Um, so you have three shields. Uh, I mean, you don't get like the any action to a boost, but you can shoot a rocket <laughs> every turn, right? You just focus reload, uh, which is super cool. And it's got chaff particles. While defending, you can spend a focus result to remove a uh, red or orange token. So um, I wonder if a lot more A-Wings are going to have that. That'd be kind of cool if all of them just had that. Just be able to remove uh, stress or something. Because they do have vector cannons, so removing the stress might be pretty useful. Yeah, but how often are you doing the vector cannons and then doing a stressful maneuver? I don't know. And then, you, like, you, the whole point of vector cannons is to avoid the stress, right? Right, but, like, if you are stressed, like, you did, like, a focus link reload. True. Or, like, a All boost right. evade. Yeah. Because you could do that and get juke, which is really silly, too. Uh, you can then spend the result to remove the stress. So you get vector cannons next turn. All right. Well, I guess it's fair enough. The Tycho actually might be a good running. Like, do you think Tycho could replace Bodica in list? Because yeah. that's kind of where the four point is. Like, is Tycho a decent? I mean, it's the same health except for you got shields now, and yeah, you get repositioned. That's actually one don't... more health because he's he's got an extra shield. Oh well, even better then. Like, yeah. that's he. That's actually okay. I did not know he had an extra shield. So then I, I guess I would say Tycho is probably a win win, win 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 win. Right yeah, I might actually points. fly Tycho because just just shooting rockets is <laughs> super cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's it's like that stupid um Alpha Star Wing that can freaking take the disarm token and reload and shoot an APT every fucking turn. I hate that yeah. shit so much. <laughs> Roll up like four dice or whatever, but same thing with this. Which is cool, and you get a lot of token sharing in Rebels, so you can still have like a focus lock or have like a focus lock juke actually all at once if you wanted to, because this juke is just you know performing an attack, so you could juke them off the procket. Yeah, exactly. If only right, there's keep... a way you can get more tokens. Well, there is. <laughs> there is. There's a guy named Lando. Lando's yeah. coming to town, baby. Lando's coming in at seven points. And I skipped Han. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped Han. Han lost loadout. Han is now 15 loadout. So you no longer can take Bistan Perceptico pilot. Sad day for you. I still think you can still take Blaze and whatever. But like now, how you about still- this? Blaze. <laughs> awesome. You can still Bistan Baze, but you don't get engine with it, which I like a lot. I appreciate that they did that too. Yeah, so I think I think it's fine. Like I think it, you still take Han Solo to some extent. Han Solo is still good, but now it opens it up so you can talk about: Do we want Leia? Do we want Lando? Like now, now Leia and Lando are actually part of the conversation because Han is great for the rerolls, but people are starting. People have very heavily teched against Han. And like, can you imagine Lando coming in and doing all the crazy, weird Lando shenanigans? And then, you know, like now you've got a Tycho and a Lando together. Like, oh, no, here you go. Like uh, here, Tycho, have a double modded four dice pocket shot every fucking turn. Uh, Merry Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. Seems pretty Alternatively, good if you really like the perceptive co-pilot Bistan shenanigans, you can do that with just normal customizable Lando. Yep. It's an I-5. But you can also get an evade or a boost and double shot or a lock or help out your teammates. So yeah. If, you, if you're still into that play style, you go down to Lando to do the same thing. Yeah. The only thing yeah. you're losing is you just lose out on those um, rerolls, right? But yep. I think the difference is, is that your Lando is a lot more uh, not predictable. <laughs> so, like, like we know what Han's doing. We know Han wants to be by those rocks to get the rerolls. So if you can corner and cage Han, like, I mean, that's why Rack became very popular is because Rack can eat a Han alive. Like it could just stop Han and say, screw you. You're, you're done. You know, um, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I know you're definitely excited, Alex, for Lando. Does this 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 make you want to swerve out outside of resistance and uh, genuinely look at running Rebel Lando? Yeah, I mean it kind of also depends on all our stuff we're gonna get in battle over Endor. Obviously, uh, I mean, but I do love Lando pretty much in every faction. He's always really good at getting a lot of double mods, and that's really good. So. All right, last ones we have is um, X-Wings, which we don't know anything about Kendi, right? Like, at all. And I don't think we know anything about Yendor, right? Right. Just the Wedge. Yeah, all we know is Wedge. Yeah, who seems like a solid piece at five. Yeah, like, and so, okay, do you think Wedge rivals Luke Skywalker now? I think you yes. just take them both. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, I I still think Luke's better just because the force is super good uh, and defensive, and he's still a proton torpedo. Yeah, but I like that wedge. I mean, just do you know wedge, boy Luke, and Falcon plus three pointer of like Keo or Hole, right? Yeah, that's a pretty straightforward list. Boy Luke, Bo Wedge. Han doesn't really matter. Keo. Honestly, I think in that list you do Lando. I think that's what you do. I don't think you do Han. I think Lando's the better call in that list. But my I6. Whenever. <laughs> Lando, we didn't we didn't bring we did not bring Lando for I6. We brought Lando because Lando was a double tapping reroll motherfucker. That's why. He can move at I6 twice a game if he wants. That's 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 true. That's <laughs> true. You got that bait going for you. Or he can move at let's see here. Oh man. He can't move at zero, so like no he can move at zero. He can move at three. Still gonna block him. Yeah. Nobody runs null though, but move at I three. So I don't know. I agree with you. I actually think that wedge is really good, like personally. Yeah. And I'm happy that we got rid of the let's reduce the stupid agility thing. Like Separatist hates that. Yeah. Like Separatist hate that. And like, it's just not fun and nobody likes that. And I'll tell you what, like, cause it's not a may is it? It's a must, right? Yeah. I mean, essentially. Yeah. They just roll less dice. Mm -hmm. Well, what if somebody forgets to tell them the roll less dice? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's like a, it's a mandatory effect, right? Just the game effect. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like, because it's a mandatory thing, it becomes a negative play experience a lot of the time because people like are like, oh, here you go. And like, you know how many times like I've seen people have to roll back churns because of something like that? Because that's the one you have to roll back a churn for. Like, you can't just to keep a certain playing. point. Like, <laughs> there's there's some things you just don't roll back. That happened actually at the the eternal store shampoos like a really weird complex things of odd interactions that like spiraled out of control and it's like you can't roll back the game state so yeah. far because like three ships are already dead and you're just like well sucks yeah, i mean it just goes back to the psa right like take your time don't speed through it especially if it's a new list if you're not really really experienced with it you know take your time Make sure you go through every single interaction. And if you have any questions about it, about rules, you know, if it's a tournament at, um, level event, ask your TO, ask your 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 judge um, to clarify for you just in case, just so you don't run into those negative situations where, you know, you kind of get sidelined, um, you know, you, you get that new information out of nowhere and it becomes a negative play experience. So, um, you know, just be aware, right? This is something that is going to, we are going to see probably a lot more often now uh, with this ability. And, you know, just just don't be afraid to ask your opponent to take a look at the card, read it, you know, ask any questions you don't understand and, um, and try to get informed as best as you can. So let's move, let's, let's move on. I think, I think we can come back to, you guys don't have anything else for points. I mean, no, no. like we could talk about them when we do our faction reviews, right? Like, I mean, like I think Lando becomes an actual discussion point, like, like over Han now, like now, now you have a reason to look at something that's not Han, but I don't want to do that tonight because I don't really want to go through Rebels tonight because that's not going to yeah. be a fun. In my opinion, it won't be a fun endeavor until I know what those other X-Wings are. I don't care as much about the A-Wings. I care more 
or even the B-Wing. <laughs> like, I don't know. Am I going to take a Gina, a Gina Moon song over a ledge? Nah, it's going to be really hard to, you know, if Gina had came in at four points and Aiden Fox had come in at four points, then I think like we have a different discussion on our hands. But um, for me, overall, stocks are a little like I'm excited for the B-Wings for casual play, but not for competitive play. Just personally. Unless they have trajectory simulator, then I guess I'm all in and I'm just going to go. I love throwing bombs at people and I hate that experience. And I think that's <laughs> like the worst thing that you could do. Yeah. But well, if they, they get do, auto blasters, just take more band upgrades. They get auto blasters. I don't know. I'd be tempted to run them if they have auto blasters. I'll be honest with you. Like I, I'm not against being the dirty person at world. This so. <laughs> <laughs> is an FYI. If you didn't know. I probably will not be running CIS this year, unfortunately, because I don't know. It's sad. I'm sad. I'm sad about CIS. Let's, let's move on and talk about our world's prep for our Academy 101 segment. For our Academy 101 segment. We will be talking about scum and villainy. And if we have time, we're going to go over CIS. So I don't 100%. This is this is new, right, to me. And like I, we've had some internal discussions on how we want to do this. Like I had originally kind of put together a document about, you know, a couple of things. Like what is the most popular thing you're going to face right now, right? What are the most popular pieces in the faction? Um, what are the most important pieces in the faction? And then kind of what are the lists? So I don't know if we're going to be able to get to lists all the time or not. Like, and I don't know if it's honestly that valuable in Scum or CIS, to be perfectly frank with you, because I don't know how much of a contender all these lists are outside of maybe a what I would call like a paradoxical style effect, like where somebody is like a genius at one of these lists, like Alex, for example, or, <laughs> um, you know, like I, I know Christmas sister Pat, like Pat um, or not Pat. God damn it. Kate has like a hundred percent openly stated like there is a possibility to run scum, right? Like like it's scum is not worthless, worthless. It's just you're on a little bit try more of a try hard mode. And Alex likes try hard modes. Um, if we're gonna be honest. Like Alex likes to play on try hard mode. Um and he reduces it with the amount of alcohol he drinks in the day. So <laughs> It, maybe it's not try hard mode for Alex at that point. Um, so I don't know. So just so you, so you guys, so, so we're going to kind of freestyle this, right? Like, let's just freestyle some of how this goes. I have it set up where we can kind of talk about different things and we can investigate the pilots and let's see how this runs because this will help me how we do some of the other factions coming up here. So as you can see, I, what I did is I took the top six lists for the factions right you know or we're gonna say scum right so originally if you look at it we have two fangs a y-wing a rogue and obviously bosk like it's just bosk we know it's bosk you know like we it's not even a question um we obviously have at number three that comes in four fangs and bosk um i think that's that's probably very logical um we then have a um Y-Wing, a Manaru, probably a Manaru because it's cheaper, a Dirge, 
a Bosque or an Afra, and then a Bosque. It's actually an Afra because it's a Bosque, which Alex, that's probably Alex's list right That's there. my list, yeah. Now that I think about it. <laughs> and that's probably just your list in the long run. Is that a dirge? Yeah. Then we have two Fang Fighters and a... Uh, we have two Fang Fighters and a Fire Spray, which I did not know that many Bulba people ran and Yeah. So, but it exists. Um, and I and I will say, like, there is also that possibility of the the two fire sprays and the one fang fighter, right? Like that does exist as well. Um, you just can't run Fen and Boba and another fire spray. Um, though I think if you could, that'd be kind of cool, right? Like, I don't know, maybe that maybe that would be. Uh, I mean, you could do Iman and Calf Scarlet, for instance, and and Fen. Yeah. Um, so then the other one we have is two fangs, probably Bosk and uh, Lee Mackay. I don't know, a hundred percent. And then you know, though, then you have the other variation of Alex's list with two fangs in there and a M3A instead. Um, so those are the top lists in terms of popularity that came up in Scum. Then we talked about, then I said, okay, well, what if I went into percentage, like win ratio, the different type of thing? We see a little bit difference in in pilots, right, or, and in combinations. We see two rogues, which I don't remember seeing this list ever do well, but it did, I guess, obviously, somewhere. Two rogues, a fang fighter, and a triple six. Two fang, or two rogues. I'm guessing that's Manaru and Dengar, along with that. Um and then we have the three fangs, and instead of the fourth fang, you combine the fourth fang and Bosk either into Afra or um, Bosk, one of the two, in the 666. And then we have this weird Lando variant, or or maybe it's a Han variant. I don't know. I don't understand this list. That list never made any sense to me. Um, but then what you can see is you do see the two fire sprays and the fang fighter in here. And that, that only five people have ran that list, but that does show up on a higher percentile um, for what that list is, right? Um, so those are kind of, in my opinion, those are those are kind of where your base points are. And like then, then I say, well, what do we do from here? We got to talk about pilots, right? And like this is where this is where we actually got to have a discussion because like popularity versus like what wins, Sunny. Is not popular at all, but Sunny somehow shows up as one of the top pilots to run for win ratios, right? Like it's just overall has a higher percentile. But that's weird, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess Sunny's good. I don't know. Um, Sunny is <laughs> did forever in my heart, but not good. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it is showing it does show up on a high, like it had it only has a 43.75 percent average of wins but so it is still under 50 percent but it's showing up on a higher percentile I don't know why so it's winning something um so it does it does win something but it's as you 1.7 percent of lists exactly yeah the only 10 people have ever ran sunny in tournaments this year which seems crazy to me Zach, where's your number of sunnies that you ran? Oh, you didn't run any. Okay, that's sad. Um, <laughs> so obviously, popularity-wise, Fen and Bosk and then Lima Kai, which those make sense, right? Like, that's kind of like, Alex, in your notes, that's kind of what you had, is you had Fen, Bosk, Lima, Cad, Dirge. And, and those show up in popularity as the top chips, right? 
Um, are you surprised to see the old Tarak, Cad, and Joy show up? <coughs> oh, no. People love their Fang Fighters. And people love their high initiative. And Tarak's a solid piece. Just not in this meta. Yeah. <laughs> or against anyone who knows how to play against Fang Fighters. Yeah, I think that Fang Fighters have a very high skill level. Um, because when they're running on all four, four cylinders, Fang Fighters can absolutely do very, very good. You know, they have that free evade built in. Uh, especially when um, you're at range one of somebody. Um, they do excel at one versus one engagements there. Um, so if you can uh, range control very well and give yourself plenty of uh, opportunities to set up those front arc attacks, um, you know, front to front, uh, then you're going to do very, very well. And having uh, different options around you to help um, facilitate that better, um, namely like Lee Makai with Ion Cannon or being able to uh, get Ions onto people um, with... Uh, uh, with abilities like Dace Bone Arm uh, to help uh, get that ion onto like medium and large base ships more reliably. Um, you can set up your Fang Fighters to go in there and really take advantage of that, right? By taking advantage of knowing exactly where that ship is going to be. Um, the they are definitely very squishy, um, but I think that with the the availability of the Beskar armor to help negate at least one crit um, does give them a little bit of a boon uh, to go there. Um, they they want to win the game fast and they want to be aggressive, um, but with those long extended uh, games, that's where they, they tend to fail a bit. So um, they they do have a high ceiling in terms of like being reliable for offensive potential, but um, sometimes you blank up. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. So, um, but they're definitely a ship that more and more people are coming to realize that they are a valuable chassis, um, especially in scum uh, that can do a lot of work. Things are weird because they really depend more almost more on your opponent than it does on your <laughs> playing. Yeah. Because if your opponent knows how to play against Fang Fighters, man, they don't really do too much. <laughs> uh, like, I, I flew Fang Fighters did, like since they came out at 1.0. I love Fang Fighters. I flew them all the time at 2.0. And every time I play against a Fang Fighter, even if it's like Fenral, they just get torched. <laughs> Like, uh, I was in Akron uh, playing a guy who, you know, I know flies fangs. He does it pretty well. And it's just like his Fenrau showed up. He shot two shots over the course of six rounds and then died. Wow. He, yeah, his one shot was a range two modless shot. And the other Ouch. one was a range one shot by the slightest of millimeters not landing on a rock so he actually got the shot off or else he would have just blown up by being on a rock because i blocked him onto it ouch yeah it's just like um i know what you're going to do with this fang so i'm either going to put my lower initiative ship in front of the way and that's useless for your fang or uh i'm just gonna ignore you and just take you out with like a side turret or just put some extra damage in you in range two, because that's range two and range zero are very rough uh, for fangs. A little bit more so in range two, obviously, because 
offense doesn't get modded at range zero, but that's still really scary. There's a lot of times that I have blown blown up fangs or at least got rid of like Beskar just because I happened to roll a crit at range zero. <laughs> like I got like hit crit off like three dice and they got one evade and Concordia does not work at range zero. So they're just like, well, there goes my Beskar. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh it's kind of like the Nantex, right? If like if your opponent knows what to do against that ship, they are significantly less effective. Yeah, and that's kind of my problem with Fang Fighters right now. They're popular and like they can go, like they can hit really hard. Um, it's just sometimes it's just like they're literally not doing anything. Fenrau's not bringing six points to the table. Well, I think that's when we discuss this type of stuff, right? Like, I think one of the big things here is consistency, right? Like we've talked about this in the past and I think Fang fighters aren't consistent. They are, if you are at range one, <laughs> but that's about it. And like, how long can you remain at range one and reposition and then be able to do a turnaround maneuver to stay at range one? It's a lot harder. So you're splitting your fire. Um, and not good at objectives. And they're not good at objectives at all. Um, they could be, I guess, right? Like, I mean, like assault's not too bad, right? Because they're staying yeah. within that area, but so are so is everyone else. <laughs> yeah. And if you can range control them and get them at range two in that area, they're not going to have a fun day because they they aren't focused evade, right? That's not what they get. They get a focus. They get it. That you get a focus, and then you get a boost or a barrel roll. So. You have to be very good at arc dodging. It's even um, worse as a barrel yeah. roll or boost into a focus. So if you fail you, those your SOL. Yeah. And I think like if if you change Fen's ability, you could just make him a five point ship and call it a day, right? Like you just change his ability a little bit, um, so that he wouldn't be a as big of a menace. You just make him five points, and then you have a five point Fang fighter that's like a, kind of like a soon tier ish, um, type person. So, yeah, the, like their play style doesn't let you disengage, which is what you want to do with your expensive ships that are kind of fragile. And their dial, yeah, you know, I mean, like the two, the blue two hards are great, but your fastest forward blue maneuver is a three, and that's really not what you want you want it yeah like a blue four straight would be very very good for a thing fighter yeah they're definitely not like the tie interceptors right that can you know get out of uh out of a danger situation right with that four straight boost even the rogues uh, and, have a and uh four straight, you know <laughs> yeah and you know the interceptors can link into like a barrel roll if they need to right so that makes them even better at dark dodging so it's tough for those those fang fighters to um really disengage um and it makes them very predictable to to get blocked and take those range zero shots yeah i think that's really what's kind of holding back a lot of scum i mean we, we've talked about this like they don't have a, a x-wing right they don't have like a, a three die small base that doesn't have to live exactly at range one <laughs> in order to live right you know we use like the Kirax, for example, like Star Vipers would be a little bit too expensive to be like an X-Wing. So it's like the Kiraxes, which aren't good, <laughs> but like they're a small three-die gun. They don't have a one straight, so that's really bad. 
but um, it, that would be very useful instead of just like, here's four of my fangs and Bosk. This is either going to go really great or really bad. <laughs> exactly. All right. So when we talk a little bit, let's we'll, we'll get into some list type stuff. And we'll, we're, I want to talk a little bit. So we have Sunny Bounder showing up at the top. I think that's an anomaly. We could kind of probably dismiss that. Yeah, I don't really think that count. that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't really think that that's like worth the discussion. Kind of say with Lando um, escape craft like I that's a niche thing. I don't think that I don't know. I don't I don't think that's worth it. Um, but as you can see, Cad Solus is, is a big one. Dirge. Uh, Dengar, um, here you go, buddy. Uh, Arlie's shows up over Lima Kai in terms of like win ratio, and I don't know if that's just because everybody takes Lima. Yeah, it's because you take Lima first, <laughs> like yeah, and it brings yeah. it down. And those people taking Arlie's, you know, you still have sixty nine instances of that, and Arlie's is still hitting over a the fifty percent tile and is having a forty percent, forty seven percent win rate. Um, and then obviously you have your Joy, your old Tarak, your Afra, and your Manaru. So kind of what I thought is, is like if you come into the pilots, right? Like, so I'm gonna leave it by percentile for now because I think like we could talk about Fen, but I just don't feel Fen's the the guy to win worlds if you're taking scum. I just I don't feel that six that six points is worth the value. If I'm going to be honest with you, you could take our Lee's and freaking Keatley McKay. There you go for, for the exact same points as you can dirge you get, or as, as you can fend, you get a lot more offense. It's a lot easier to navigate and you don't have to disengage, re-engage in the same way. Yeah. I think the problem with Fen is that like he's fine <laughs> for six points. It's just building the other 14 points around Fen. You don't get enough to compensate for the play style you have to play with Fen. Yeah. Yeah. So which ship do we want to pick first? I mean, I think on all of the lists, Dirge is kind of like the higher point value, it feels like like Dirge shows up number three here. Um where did Dirge show up? He he showed up five and three. So he is the fifth most popular pilot and he's the third most productive pilot. So is is that where we start? Is do we just kind of start with Dirge? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so there's actually like a semi decent, uh, like six ship scum in quotes efficiency because they're not efficient because it's scum. But like it, there's a six ship kind of build for that that includes a bunch of the four pointers like Dirge and CAD, both CADs. I should specify cat with a K more so. Um, So you have like Lima and our Liz and Bosk. This is like a core that's eight points there. And then you build it out with three other four points. And a lot of it is like dirge um, and fangs or like Dace cat. All those four point ships are like a solid core around that. Um, so I think if you are going to build something for worlds, you can look at Cad Solus over here and Dirge, and you're like, well, those are eight points. You know, Arlie's is over there. That's another three points. That's a solid core. Lima's taken a lot. Bosk has taken a lot, and that's you get four other four four other points there for whatever you want. If you want to go continue by like 
percentile, uh, like Joy Rakoff is is right around there for four points. Or if you go by popularity, you could take Cad Bane. Um, or, or Dacey's very popular, too. So I, I think that's like a solid point. All right, like so let's pick, starting point. Let's pick on Dirge just for a second here, right? Like, or not Dirge, uh, Cad, right? You talk about Cad. Here's some of the lists that Cad's been in, right? Like this. Cad Solus. Yeah, Cad Solus, sorry. Right. And so they're the top lists are not what we talk about. But when we talk about what pilots Cad works best with, <laughs> fucking Sunny, I like, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand that. But CAD works very well with Dirge. Dirge is point almost nine percent, right? So yeah. Dirge has a nine percent thing. We have almost ten percent with CAD Bane. Um, Layton, I don't disagree with Layton. Like I know you're not a big Layton fan, but Layton's not a horrible piece for its points. Yeah, you could take it instead of like Darlies or or Y Wing. You know, just yeah. having a Laden snapshot probably right that's usually what people run yeah and it's just, just kind of piecing together with the efficiency yeah exactly uh Layton probably is a better objective piece um just to go and contest just having that ability to constantly generate evade tokens uh, with attack and defenses um, makes her really hard to bring down um that paired with the three agility dice um, you know, she has a, a high potential of just surviving a lot of shots there. So, yeah. 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 And I mean, like when you look at it, though, like, I mean, Bosk in the the, the YV triple six shows up. I That's weird to me. Um, Maybe because it's a low point or a low squad count. Yeah, possibly. I mean, um it really depends on like what the theme of your list is trying to do and you build around it. Yeah. I mean, and so the, the question is, so Alex mentions, you know, the six ship list, right. You know, so I mean, they're saying Sonny's up there. I don't know. Like, is it just because, you know, Sonny is gives you the ability to add matching results. Is that why? Like, Possibly, but honestly, I think there's better options for for to replace Sunny uh, for the points cost. Honestly, yeah, because if you want to run a six ship, one, two, three, four, five, six, you can upgrade any one of these things to a Fang Fighter, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I and I think Dirge has to be. I, I think you have to have that Dirge in there. I don't know, like maybe not, but like to me, the Dirge really. I don't. I was well, very down on Dirge before, but what I've seen successful uh, for Scum, and this is mainly um, Jammin, Ben Jammin, who's been able to uh, really been able to pioneer this particular style uh, six ship list for uh, for Scum, is using Cat Solus in the in the um, in the Fang Fighter with Torfun, having Arlies, having Lima Kai, having Bosk, 
and I forget what the oh uh, Dace in um, in that list uh, is able to cover a lot of ground, have a lot of offense, and even though they're all low initiative, um, they can punish really hard. Um, you know, you have that potential in Torfun to have that uh, that potential really good double shot um, if Torfun is able to uh, knock out somebody. Um, but it's it's a lot of utility. There's a lot of things they can do to help contest objectives early uh, since they're lower initiative. They're able to grab uh, crates early. They're fast enough to go out and grab them and take them from opponents and force the opponents to try and engage them. Um, there's there it, it just really boils down to um, knowing what your list can do and do very, very well. And I've seen him uh, be very, very successful in the 3 one league with that particular list. So, um, you know, there's there's still plenty of things that haven't been properly explored in Scum. You know, it just boils down to um, what you're trying to accomplish with the with your list and having the right pilots to build around that particular theme. I think things have been explored in Scum, and they just found out that it was just bad. Honestly, <laughs> as effective as the stuff that you see in other factions, obviously, but that doesn't mean that they don't have the potential to to be great. Now they're not going to be dominating, um, but they still have the potential to be very good lists. Yeah. Solid, I guess. I just uh, ugh, they're just it's a lot of effort for not a lot of results. That's all. all right. Yeah. So, so, so the first question I'm I'm going to ask, and then because I think we've determined that Scum is probably not a top runner for Worlds, right? Yeah. Like it can be if you know what you're doing, but I don't think it's like. The, it's not going to be something that the average person can just pick up and say, we're going to play this, right? If you haven't been playing Scum, you're probably not going to do it. So we, we say a six-ship list roughly works with either Dirge, Cad Bane, some sort of Cad Solus. You have Torfun. This is this is the list right here that um, you were talking about Jamin running. So Jamin's running this list right here. Um, and the, the Cad and the Torfun are bait. I'll just tell you right now, that's bait. Yeah. Like, don't waste your time on those when you can Don't kill these other shit easier <laughs> yeah um, exactly they're they're not the, they're not the specific things you have to worry about right away um but i do except for i'm sorry he's not running dirge he's running dace instead of dirge yeah he's running dace instead of dirge yeah correct Because Dace gets the title. So that's that's kind of the difference. I think Dirge can fit into that list. I think Cad Bane can fit in that list. Yeah. But I think that's kind of like the six ship list is your starting point for scum. Um <clears throat> and then if you want to tweak it to say I'd rather have a larger offense output set and not run this style, then that's when we move into Alex's list, right? Like Alex, you're running Manaru, Boss, right? Yeah, Manru, Bosk, Afra, Cad, Lima. The larger the ship gets, the more points it's worth. It's really convenient, <laughs> actually. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't like <laughs> recommend specifically flag that kind of that kind of list because it is very specifically built to do one thing right it's not 
a generalist kind of list. It is like it has yeah. to do this one thing. Um, so all the loadouts are going to be <laughs> a lot more weird. Like they're not going to be. They're optimized for the list. They're not optimized for uh, just picking up and playing. Like there's a lot better. I mean, like Manaru, sure, that's probably like your best bet with Manaru. Even then, there's still a little bit of a swapping some upgrades here and there. But like Afra, that that list is that that Afra build is built for that list. Like that Cad Bane build build is built for that list. You're going to see Afra have typically like Han and Rook, right? Yeah. So there, there's other loadouts. I mean, if you want to bring up the Afra loadout, I think it's actually kind of funny. Um, just how, or like the 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 pilot composition on on the pattern analyzer to like see, um, just like how effective other loadouts are, because uh, I believe like crispy will run uh, like the child and overtune Lando kind of stuff, and that's that hits pretty hard and that works pretty well. But like in, in like my list or something, that's not good. <laughs> that's, that's not like what, what you're trying to go after. Yeah. And I've seen, uh, there's another guy in Akron that was running like my style Afra. And it's just, it works, but it's just kind of weird because nothing else in, in the list is, is taking advantage of the other things on there. Yeah, so this is this is the Afra loadout builds that they show up in there, right? Yeah. Like, I think the Contraband, Electronic Baffle, Han, and Rook is a pretty popular one. It is the most popular and least well-performed. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the Unkar Plut one is in there, whatever, like, that one is a thing. I think the triple zero one is pretty popular. People, I think Babu Frick is kind of the, yeah, is is kind of the staple, right? Like Babu Frick is your staple one. Um, the Overtune, the Child, that's everybody likes that. Um, and if you look like the difference between the two loadouts, there's not much average pilot difference. Like it's, it's pretty close. It's eleven to ten. It's it's almost eleven percent. So like yeah. You could say yours is built niche, niche, right, for your play style, but I think it's, in fairness, like, I think the child one is easier to use um, because how many times do people, like, forget the child ability and then they don't get the target locks and it's a constant, like, you know, like, it's forcing people to spend mental energy, um, whereas your list just kind of says, uh, you don't have to spend the mental energy, this is for me to spend, and, you know, like, but I'm going to do things that you're going to get angry about, so... I'm in fact showing you you have literally no choice in any of your options. Yeah. It's the illusion of choice. Yes. Do you want to take stress or give me mods? Do you want to do this or give me mods? Mm, I don't care. Um, but if you take take Afra, Dirge seems or uh, Manaru seems to show up as one of the top pieces to take. And then I, I think Lee Mackay is just a known. Like I think we just say Lee Mackay is a known. Like people can argue over what they should take. We all know that it's it's plasmas and then the what RB eleven or whatever, like it's really not it's really kind of sold like it's, it's a three point plasma carrier that sometimes gets really lucky you know, and if you want to shoot it you get three points. Merry Christmas. 
Um, so I don't know. So I think that's I don't I don't know what else there is to talk about in Scum. And I'll be honest, I'm gonna we're gonna skip CIS tonight. Um, I want to actually invest more time in CIS next week rather than just try to jam it into ten minutes um, for the yeah. show. So. Yeah, turns out um, no one knows what they're doing in Scum. <laughs> There's some I mean, glimmers of hope. I, I'm going to make a bold prediction that we're going to see at least one Scum list make it up to um, to the cut. And that can be you, That's too? about it. Yeah, not, we'll not like see, top eight. We'll, we'll see it make it make day two. Yeah, we'll see it make it day two. And who knows? I mean, it, it could go further. You never know. I mean, that's kind of what we saw last year's uh, Depticon with Rebels, right? Everybody was really down on Rebels, and then all of a sudden Rebels made it all the way up to the top four. Um, but I, I think that, um, you know, there's – there's a, because the 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 notoriety of how bad scum is i think that many people haven't practiced against it per se um so i think that you know a really good scum player can come in and maybe surprise a few folks and hopefully meet that day too so we'll see we'll see how how well it does during during worlds it's the only way i win games surprise hey. yeah man that could be you bro just saying <laughs> well he's got he's got a commit to am, running scum i am seriously considering doing scum at worlds <laughs> legitimately <laughs> it's between that and a couple other things but oh it's still do i want to go with pride or do i want to like win games <laughs> 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 at least i don't I mean, have hey, to go to the lcq right so at least you go uh, win top faction man i'm just saying yeah I'll, I'll win top faction i'll win one game and be top in faction it'll be great yeah then I'll get the buy, and then I'll have more wins than everyone else who's playing Scum. Hey, I mean, if you win Worlds, you'd be the first Scum player to win Worlds since, what, Triple uh, triple Aggressors, right? Uh, no, Robots, man. Last, yeah, last 1.0 tournament. Yeah, the, the Robots. Or triple. Yeah. Just two of them. Oh, it's just double. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was double. Yeah, yeah. The good old days. Yeah. Of control Bots, know. one of my favorite lists. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that that kind of concludes our scum analysis. I, I I don't know. I mean, I feel there's more to scum, but at the same token, I just I just I don't know. I don't have the energy to put into scum, and I don't think there's enough time to to to, to test it because I, I know you know I've seen some of those Mando guards do pretty decent, right? Like I think those can possibly be okay, but again, you're going back to that variance, and I think scum relies heavily on a variance piece and that's what you need to pull out of your equation is is the variance and it makes it a lot harder in scum unless you're able to generate the token sharing or the resources that you need to keep your variance at a steady level oh i got this the problem with scum is that if you look at the most popular pilots and try to combine them into a list the list is bad it is not like you can just pop in boy Luke, right? It's not, I'm going to take, uh, you know, Snap Wexley with like HLC R68 and just throw him into a list because he's really good and that upgrade works really well on him. Uh, you can't really do that in Scum. So it is kind of, you have to think long and hard about what internal energies are in your list and how you tailor it to your play style because it is heavily dependent 
on how skilled you are at uh, engaging with the ships that you have. And it's not about really what upgrades. I mean, they, they matter. <laughs> like, like don't run, you know, uh, Fen Rao with like some torps and expect to do really well. Um, but it, it is not like a plug and play kind of faction. So there's not a really like list that we can just be like, hey, you know, no one's really flying this. Try this. Give this a shot. Like you get a little bit with the with the six ship, but it's not like you can just. It's not a plug and play kind of thing. So. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We will be back next week discussing CIS and possibly another faction. I don't know, guys. What, what faction do we want to tackle next week? Uh, I think we could do first order on uh, small enough. All right. So our yeah. goal will be, unless something new is revealed from AMG, and we, if we get new pilots, I'm just telling you, we're gonna we're gonna cover the new pilots. But other than that, we will be uh, talking about CIS and FO next week. A reminder: if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please go over and do that. If you have not given us a review on the podcast app, whatever your favorite podcast app, please give our podcast a review. Uh, we take them all seriously, except for the, for some reason, Alex actually just noticed this has a video game in his background. Um, <laughs> I did not, I've never noticed that this whole, we've done, we've podcast for like, I don't know, eight months together. And I've never noticed that. The, the street fighter two championship edition. Yes. arcade unit. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I ripped out work. all of its guts. <laughs> oh, I ripped all of its guts out and replaced it with like pie. So it's just got all like the arcade games on there. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, it sounds like I got to come over for like a Star Wars Unlimited or well, an X-Wing work, tournament. But, uh, oh, fuck you. I'll okay, fix the, the joysticks are <laughs> all messed up. I got some cheap ass joysticks and they're inverse of what they should be. So it doesn't work. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you should fix it and then I'll come over and play. That sounds like fun. Like I've never <laughs> I don't I don't know anybody that owns one of those things. Anyway, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast or given us a review, please go over and give us a review and we will be very ecstatic. With that being said, we will not be live next Sunday because it's Super Bowl Sunday. So just as a forewarning, we are going to move the cast to Monday or Tuesday. Um, I do not want to cast during Super Bowl uh, for obvious reasons. Um, so we will be doing it on Monday or Tuesday next, the, the following week. So not tomorrow, but at, a week after that, we will be podcasting with that. With that being said, thank you all. Have a good night, and we will see you on the Flippity Flop. Have a good night.